All right, let's get started already. Let's do this. Before starts getting real dark. Yeah. yeah. You're recording, aren't you? Yeah, we've been recording the oh, entire yeah. time. Oh, yeah, we're keeping that in. That's going to be the first thing put it up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we're going <laughs> to. Right now, we're at the 25-minute mark. We're at 44 seconds, so in about 13 more seconds, I'll start. Okay, ready? Let's so. when video is recording. Videos are recording. Audio is recording. We are going in five, four, three. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting on my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Michael Cards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were actually do that. <laughs> Fucking shit! <laughs> yes. I went for it. You're all juiced up right now. I'm so fucking juiced up right now. <laughs> I don't take anything, I swear. It's, well, it's, a, it's little, a protein it's, shake. It's a little different than last week. How you were, Mike? Oh, my God. You dude. were exhausted. Oh, my God. If, if there's any previews that we throw up right now, it's it's going to be me, like, dipping at the controls. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that there was, was bad. Like I said, there was that one second you did last week where you just nodded off and you started hitting Fade the Black. Yeah. And quick, like, <laughs> just, switch black, like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I woke up like, oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was yeah. sitting there editing the footage like, dude, what the fuck? I was so tired. Dude, well, yeah, sometimes like, for you listeners, so you guys don't know, sometimes we record these things incredibly late. Mm-hmm. Yes. The worst was Suicide Squad, yes. which we had to wait for Michael to show up so we could all watch it together. Yes. Then yeah. we had to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Then our stupid asses forgot to pre-set up the yep. podcast. Yes. So we had to set up the podcast. Right. That takes an hour or so. And then at that point, it was like already like one in the morning. It's like one thirty. Yeah, it was like one thirty. Like, all right. Let's start a podcast. And we started, and there was moments where I was talking, and I blanked out completely. Dude, we we were all on the fence. Oh, yeah. We were all on the fence of borderline awake and dead sleep. Yeah, Yeah. but I went on a five-minute rant rant without knowing what I was saying. Uh, Yes, you blacked out mentally. You clocked out for a sec. And we're just like, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but your eyes were wide open too. No, like, it's just like the James sudden. Are really like I'm editing the footage and like the sudden realization, and you finally realized that yeah. you weren't talking about anything. You just went on a random tangent. You're like, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like, man. oh shit. So, but we're in a better place yeah, now. Yes, we are we, we're yes. doing this a lot earlier. A lot mm-hmm. different energy. It's our it's our comeback. Yes. which is important because that is the topic of our podcast tonight. I'm excited about this. Yes. yes, and this is because not too recent news. This has been out for a little bit, but oh, yeah. Brendan Fraser is going to be an upcoming film with Martin Scorsese. Yes. And this is now the time for his comeback. This is Brendan Fraser's comeback. Yes. Like Matthew McConaughey got his. Mm-hmm. Yep. Michael Keaton has his. Now we got Brendan Fraser. Yes. I'm totally for it. Mm-hmm. Brendan yeah. Fraser, The Mummy. He's that's actually only the thing I like him in. <laughs> no, Blast from the Past. That yeah. one's a good one yeah. too. Monkey Bone. Uh, Bedazzled. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it wasn't very long. No, oh, I'll, no. I'll say Dead this. Poet Society. I, oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'll say this. I did not like the movie Bedazzled, 
but I do like the fucking range of acting he put into that movie. That's yes. true. Because that was like the reincarnating one of he's going into different lives. Yeah. Yes. And he had to play, like when he had to play the Mexican like drug lord character. Yes. Yeah, dude, that was like my favorite part for that part. <laughs> but that's something where I realized like, yeah, this guy can actually act. Yeah. Yeah, he could dance. Even he though the act. movie itself did not do very well, yeah. Yeah. him as a as an actor showed that he is able to play different roles and me- <laughs> different meth- different roles of method acting. Yeah, I should say. So, so his range is there. I was happy that when he first appeared in Doom Patrol, we got to see him playing that role, and he's just doing phenomenal in that. Yeah, and then now we're getting him actually picking up an actual full feature films, and now yeah. it's price like him immediately getting picked up with a Martin Scorsese film. Dude, power of the internet. Oh, oh my god, yes. My God, the uh, entire internet collect as a collective whole is 100% behind him. And that's a rarity. Yeah. But how do you feel about this thing that it's, like I said, it's been happening like the last like 10 years now. Mm-hmm. We're getting like a resurgence of like these actors or actresses who take a long period high 80s and they come back with like a fucking comeback. I mean, it depends on what kind of actor you're talking about because I mean, you have the, uh, like, like you're saying, like, uh, like uh, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, due to personal reasons, he disappeared. Yes. Comes back. Uh, Kyrie Reeves, same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal stuff happens in his life. Yep. Takes a break. Mm-hmm. Comes back. Uh, but I think those two are the rare examples of the power of the internet, because also the I guess the whole meme is like the internet kings. Yeah. 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 And they become so loved at that. At that point, no no producer or director could ignore it. Yeah. But not all of them have gone through that whole fandom oh, no. of like internet craze demanding them to be back in the spotlight. No, no. some like, of ones have gone like the most full underground. Recent, not recently, but the most well known, famous one we could think of is Robert Downey Jr. when yes. he got the role for Iron Man. That's, I mean, that's right. a fucking comeback, dude. Oh my god, yeah. prison they, time and everything. All the shit he went through. Yeah, I mean, again, it was like personal reasons that yeah. he, you know he had to disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, got in trouble with the law, personal life, got, mm-hmm. you know, shit went yeah. haywire. Drugs and everything. Yeah. Now, one role did it for him. I mean, yeah. uh, same thing. I mean, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Mud. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We He's, got the McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> the McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. In all fairness, I was a fan of him for very yeah, long time. Yeah, you were actually a fan. I did not like him. I had, oh. like, none of his acting, none of the films he did prior but to I, Mud. But I get it, though, because Matthew McConaughey, for the longest time, was like that... That beautiful six surfer, pack, act. yeah, surfer like, guy, dude. and it was like, All oh right. my god, like his main purpose in role was to be shirtless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing I even said before, I always saw him as a good actor. He that he I had didn't potential. See it. I did I, not I had, see it. I, I saw that he had potential, and I know he could pull it off. Was it because of Dazed and Confused, or yes. was it some other particular? No, movie? no. Between Dazed and Confused and Sahara, I'm not gonna lie, those two. I like Sahara. I won't. I will. Fight you on that. What about <laughs> what about Ghost of Girlfriend's Path? That shit. Okay. Okay. That's a that one was <laughs> that one was a bag. All right. Let's let's admit that, was, that right now. That was a that whole, was a paycheck. That was no. That there was, was that whole, whole period of really shitty romantic comedies he was throwing in. But he, okay, Everyone I'll admit that, that he was playing the exact though. same role every single time. I'll admit that he literally just just pretty much cakewalked through the entire thing. <laughs> That's let, a paycheck for those. My, my girlfriends in the past. <laughs> like, there was that point they tried to sell him as an action star. Sahara didn't work. So they threw him in a whole bunch of, like, shitty romantic comedies. Yeah. He took that long break. Then came back. Was it, like, was it Mud? Mud was, like, mud was, was the, the one first that, one. Yeah, yeah, was because back? I remember looking at it, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
And then everyone was like, wait, what the fuck happened? Fuck, yeah. Then it hit hard with, was it Dallas? Dallas yeah, Dallas, Dallas Bias Club. But Dude, that, that wasn't until much, much later. That, yeah. That was I know, but that, one. but that. Oh, that, but yeah. Like, that, 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 like, that, like, that's that, solidified that, 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 that he solidified was. solidified like a powerhouse. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, he, fantastic acting, transformed his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's everything an actor needs to do to become, you know, yeah. right there. Yeah. And so I think it's a. I think that's what the topic's mostly kind of going about. It's talking about those type of actors mm-hmm. that are breaking away from their common norms, not necessarily typecasted, but what they're normally known for mm-hmm. and the drastic measures they go to to try and reinvent themselves to be more serious. Like, what's like one standalone actor, actress that you've known who've like either broken through that typecast role or who went through that long hiatus period and they came back with a huge comeback. Why you raise your hand, Mike? Because I want to go so bad. <laughs> go for it, okay, go, go for it. Go. Robert Pattinson. Okay, you oh, I will no. jump on that no matter what. I don't care. Took him three movies in a row Took to him. jack off in. He had, to, <laughs> he had to jack off three times Five in a row. In a row in a movie. To just to let you know like this is not Edward. Okay. But, it took it, the rover <laughs> It took uh, fucking high life. It, it took high damsel. life. Damsel. It had to take those three. One to be like, whoa, this is not Edward, but maybe we might see a little something more. Second movie. All right. That last one was kind of crazy. Let's see what other one he has. Jacking off again. All right. This is weird. Third one. Is he going to do it again? Oh, there it is. Oh, All right. the lighthouse. You're like, oh, and wait, the it's going to happen. Oh, yep. He's jacking yep. off to a mermaid. <laughs> we He needed those. He Weirdly enough, nut. he needed that nut break. He needed that nut break. <laughs> but to also be like, this is not Edward. As he's staring in the camera like, fuck your vampire fantasy. Okay. In all fairness with him, he desperately tried to get from that role. He's admitted himself that he fucking hated oh, yes. to try that role. Oh, he is, yeah. he is not... Uh, He's not hidden his emotions at all. He yeah. worked about it hard yeah. to brand himself away from that. Yes. Yes. And the first movie I saw him where one, he did not masturbate. And also where I didn't even notice that was him was the lost city of Z. Mm. Mm-hmm. He grew a beard and everything. Oh yeah. And I didn't even recognize him and he did great. I loved it. I, I, I really love that movie. And so the fact that he's coming out now as the Batman, mm-hmm. I'm 100% for it. You know what I feel like might just have like a hard fucking comeback to mm-hmm. is after watching T- Tenet, seeing Aaron Taylor Johnson in that disguised role where he had the fucking beard and growing out and everything. Mm, yes. yeah. I could definitely see him. That was a whole different type of acting range I never saw from him. That like, fuck, if he sticks to this type of work ethic. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So definitely. Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, he was the one who played kick ass, you know, kick yes. ass. And then, and he, then Quicksilver, <laughs> unfortunately, Quicksilver unfortunately, for, for his very short performance <laughs> yeah. as Quicksilver. And then Godzilla. And then Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. The first Here's one. the funny part. He played military in Godzilla and military tenant. Yeah. And all it took is a fucking beard. It took a beard. <laughs> it's got to show the ruggedness. The ruggedness. <laughs> that's that's of, what it needed. It's that, that it really did. Like he really needed to reach down into that rugged character and yes. grow out that beard to finally make that change. Also, didn't he do the voice change too? Yeah. No, he, yeah. He changed his voice as well. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, it takes, sometimes it just takes an actor to, I don't say step out of the comfort zone. But just to put a little bit more effort into a role, mm-hmm. but, or possibly just better guidance. Yeah. Better Sometimes, guidance. yeah, it really de- does depend on you know how they're being directed. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, not to go off completely off topic or anything, but like Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people saw him as the the romantic comedy guy. Yeah, yes. same thing. He was yeah. offered, I think, after Ten Things I Hate About You. 
he was offered multiple roles of of that similar nature. Yes. And yeah. he denied all of them. Yeah. Because, yeah. So his first serious movie was The Patriot. Yeah. And okay. then after that was, you know, more roles in that mm. serious nature. Yeah. But I mean, for even like right when he got casted for the Joker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the entire internet saw him as, you know, the heartthrob guy. Yeah. You know, he applied as the heartthrob. That's yes. It. Pretty boy. Yeah, the pretty boy, which again, it took you know, poly, pos, you know, proper guidance, mm-hmm. but also effort on his part to become, you know, a whole brand new character. Yeah. That was, I mean, that you couldn't even tell was him at all. That's no, how good of an couldn't. actor. No, you absolutely not, It was not even the makeup. Fantastic. It was just the fact that how well he acted. How that well. was an he entirely was, different person. Yeah, yeah. A whole different character. But I mean, other actors that have broken through, you know, that barrier, uh, which we had a list. Where did it go? Yeah, we did have a list of actors who, you know, took a break and then came back. Oh, the number one. Where's the number one? Who was the number one? Jessica Alba? No, 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 no. no. Was it this one or was it the no, other one? It's uh, Mike's favorite actor. Damn oh, right. I think I backed out of that list. Yeah, I backed okay, out. Okay, well, of we list. know who that actor is. But I think we should just say it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It? yeah. It was Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. So his yeah. big comeback. You know, he was from Wrecking of a Dream. <laughs> Had that long, you know, period of time. They came back hard with Mister Nobody and Dallas Buyers Club. Yep. And totally ruins it. Well, in all fairness, <laughs> he took a break to do his music. That's what he did. Yeah. Did the music, but then he came back, did his acting, hit hard. And then now he should go right back into music and stay there <laughs> forever. You know, I don't know. I kind of want to see this Joker again. <laughs> I don't ever want to see him in any sort of green hair dye ever again. I'm a little curious how he's going to do with Morbius. So definitely I want him to stick around at least for that. If he does any tongue shit. <laughs> He's getting, he's getting uppercutted <laughs> in the fucking chin. Yeah, but you have like just so. I mean, okay, we all have our one actor that we have something for. Like we just do not yeah, like. Yeah. Her. So. But yours is just the greatest. Yours is like the funniest reasons for you. you because he's so fucking weird, <laughs> and not even like, oh wow, he was really weird. He he wasn't Jack Nicholson weird. He wasn't Heath Ledger weird. He wasn't even like Batman show weird. He wasn't even like Mark Hamill cartoon Joker weird. He was just fucking weird. <laughs> For no reason. He's, he, the, he's the kid that's that's doing the Naruto, the Naruto run mm-hmm. on the warm-up lap at P.E. But, and takes it seriously. But you got to admit, he did make that comeback for that role. He did make that comeback. He did make that comeback. He does get offered pretty good bowls. And he does have range. You got to yes. admit, he does have that active range that solidifies you're, that comeback. You're just stuck on one role. Mm-hmm. Not even one role, one scene. There's a certain range that he should never trespass again. <laughs> okay? There's, he look, should never there's, do crazy or his form of crazy. Here's a, there's a home on the range that which this whole entire landscape he has room to explore. I'm fine with that. But once you start stepping into reservation areas... Where you know you should not be, then I have a problem. Because okay. he was there and he should not have been there. Okay, For anybody who has a chance, Google that fucking image of the Joker, Jared Leto, doing the tongue thing. I, I have to bring it up now, and this is gonna be like at least the third or fourth time we've <sighs> yeah, had this on the fucking podcast okay. right now. I fucking okay. hate it. Okay, let me ask you this, okay? Uh, what did you think about the uh Jared Leto's Joker in the Justice League? Snyder cut. I didn't like him. Even though it was just literally like a minute's worth of it. Did not like it. Did not like that form whatsoever. It, it, it reminded me nothing. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That. 
<laughs> that. There's no reason for it. This is gonna, I feel like it's going to come back a lot. I should just have this gift there is, saved. There was <laughs> no reason <laughs> whatsoever that should have been there. None. None was it in. Should. None of that was in the script that said, hey, you know what? Make sure you put into close parentheses in bold, italicize, and underline Joker needs to shake the shit out of his tongue while staring at Harley Quinn. While there going, is a lot yeah. of things we're not supposed like, to be in that movie. Oh, like, yeah. like nothing. None of that <laughs> should have been in there. There's a level of like improv acting that I don't have a problem with, but he obviously skipped every single class. Any coach that told him otherwise, I was like, hey, you know what you should do? You should not do this. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, at least Jared Leto's not one of yes. those actors who get constantly typecast as the same character. At least he does switch it up. Yes. How can you typecast him? <laughs> like, what do you typecast him as? Oh, but that's how good it, he that, could easily been. Um, I feel like he could have easily been like that pretty boy typecast at yeah, first. He could have. He could have easily gone. He still kind of is. No, he, he still is. No, he has a good looking face. No, he has I a good bet. looking face, but I don't think that's what's really selling it. Yes. for him now, people do respect him as an actor with some range. Yeah. Well, then he's so gonna it's have not to like work someone hard. who gets constantly all the time reminded of one single role just like you know mark hamill where everyone either sees joker or um what was I? Luke, yeah Luke, um uh luke skywalker yeah that's what i was gonna say oh yeah yeah that's but true. you know you only see him as that or how originally where we first came up with the concept for this topic jason biggs where yeah. american pie yeah that's right you american know pie. It, people only remember him as pie fucker yep yeah he'll, he'll always be the guy who Fuck the pie. <laughs> like, no matter yeah. what he does after that, all people are going to go back, yeah, dude, it's that guy. You know, he fucked the pie. And you know what's kind of weird is that they mention that a little bit in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, they yeah, do. They they and they're that like, up. hey, you're the pie fucker. Yeah, was, and they're like, oh, see? See what I tell you? And he starts talking, <laughs> no. oh, no, it's not the guy from, oh, hey. And he starts naming off some movies, but he no, comes but back even, to that. Even if it says, like, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fully embraces the whole pie fucker. Well, I mean, you might as well. Like, he like, still, to this day, mm-hmm. fully embraces the whole pie fucker. You might as well wear it, wear it on your sleeve. But did he even, like, didn't he try after yeah, Words tried. of yeah. American Pie to get into actual serious films? He yeah. tried just, one. I don't I don't remember the name of it. Uh, now he does. Whatever. I think he has a TV show now. Does he? Yeah. Is he a producer or is he a star in it? No, I think he's a star in a, uh, a TV show. The most recent one? Really? Yeah, it's like he's recently, like, in a show. It's got to be something like on Prime or something, right? Uh, like a streaming service? Maybe. I'm not oh, sure. See. Jason Biggs, Cash at Your Door. Not Cash the, at Your Door. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> the Subject. Wow. I think that was another one. Yeah. Outmatched. See, I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in Origin is the New Black. Yeah. He was in Origin is Black. But still, anytime I saw him on screen, I'm like. It's the guy. It's the guy. Pie fucker, dude. Pie <laughs> <laughs> But I'd say at least he embraces it. He's not yeah. like, oh, yeah. he fucking hates his role. Mm-hmm. Like he's just ashamed from it. Because there are a few actors who do that where they just hate the role they're known they're for. They're only yeah. known for. And it's hard for an actor to break away from a role that they, they played for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, no, it doesn't even have to be for so or, long. Or sorry, so long. Or sometimes a, a you role can really that's play just a so role memorable. once. Yeah. yeah. And that's all anyone could ever fucking remember you for. Yeah. yeah. 
Like it's like that's how it's gonna be for uh, that kid who played um, Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he does the rest of his life. They're only gonna see Joffrey. That's Same true. thing Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Home Alone Home series Home. wasn't that long. He, he was only two in two movies, of the movies, movies. But that's all people ever remember yeah. him now for that's is true. being the kid just. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just screaming with his hands on the side of his face. I think, I mean, he's another one that he, he kind of finally embraces that one role. Yeah. You know? Because I think he DJs under the name like MC, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's it? Uh, he, has, he has a band. or something like that? Something like that. Something McAllister. Yeah. MC McAllister. Yeah, I think so. that's what his DJ name mm. is. Or MC Allister or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but something yeah, clever. he, uh, it's, I mean, there's a few actors who like said so they, they it takes years to probably embrace it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's some actors I know that they've been known that just hate the rules they're known for. Eddie yeah. Furlong. <laughs> Eddie Furlong, yes. <laughs> all he knows is from the Terminator. Terminator. That's, that's he's that's done a it. few other movies, but I mean, that's Terminator. That's, that, Terminator that's it. That's all he ever peaked for. Same thing for the kid who played Anakin from Phantom Menace. That's true. Yeah. Only that one. That one. That's, that's or, where uh, you peek at. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> but what about other actors where... They're still trying nowadays, and they're actually in good films, but you know, like, they've been in such a fandom for so long where people refuse to let him go. Like Daniel Radcliffe, where mm-hmm. yeah. he's been in a lot of good projects outside yeah. of Harry Potter, but no matter what, you do get the fandom like, no, no, no matter what, you're fucking Potter. You're yeah. Harry. That's you're the Harry one Potter. I kind of feel bad for because yeah. to me, personally, I don't see him as Harry Potter anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't you see don't it. see it. I mean, I, I'm I, again. I grew up with the franchise. Yeah. I watched it as a yeah. kid growing Same. up. Every movie that came out, absolutely. I read the first book. That's about it. I didn't go beyond that. <laughs> uh, but uh, even after the whole franchise ended, you know, he took his what, like two year break. Yeah, like, like a few yeah. year break. Yeah. yeah. Once I saw him like in other movies, I'm like, all right, that's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I didn't see him as like, oh, that's Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I saw him in horns, I was like, yeah. oh shit, like that's pretty Swiss, good. Like what's Swiss Army Swiss Man. Swiss Army Man. Uh have you ever seen the show Miracle Workers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one where I'm like, fuck, like he is trying and he's breaking out. Yeah. And I know for a fact that I can distinguish him away from the other roles. But you know, no matter what, anytime yeah. you just you look up Daniel Radcliffe, it's always gonna be some article still attached to Harry Potter. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And it's like it's at this point, like it's almost a fandom is fighting against him. To break out of that role because they don't yeah. want to let go. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to let go. They that's that's the one bad thing about any like true fan base uh-huh. is that they do not want to let you go. They will not want to see beyond anything else other than your favorite character. They yeah. just want to see him as Harry Potter waving the fucking wand. It's but, it's also kind of like uh, Elijah Wood yeah. with Frodo. Yeah, probably for the longest time, time people yeah. did not let go. Like you're Frodo, you're Frodo. It didn't matter. How many other weird fucking projects he did. Yeah. And did now it, he owns his own production studio. Yeah, he owns Spectre Vision now. Yeah. Um, his studio did, uh, I think it was Color Out of Space, which with Nick Cage, that was a pretty pretty intense, but pretty yeah. crazy character. Like, I, that's another film where it's, I can't even say, I, it, it was perfect for Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. And this is where I don't want to say that even Nick Cage is kind of having his own comeback. Because now he's starting to become like coming back in a lot of crazy roles like Mandy and shit like that. They're, they're embracing the cage. They're embracing the cage. Yeah. Yeah, now people know. I don't know why it took this long to realize that this is what you get. Yeah, it's like hiring Snoop Dogg. You get Snoop Dogg. There <laughs> he's is just no other everywhere. Guys. He's in that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. knockoff film. Yeah. Which, 
Holy was, shit, that movie was... It kind of works. Said, it's not good. No, no it's no, not no, a good no. movie. No, here, it's not it a good movie, is but it's, it's like, entertaining. I would still say Color Out of Space was a good movie because that shit was crazy yeah. for the type of genre. It fit. Like, put... If you have a crazy, wild fucking concept, you need crazy, wild characters, uh-huh. just throw Nick Cage in there. Yes. Yeah. Nah, that's what I said. I do agree. It feels like studios and people are finally realizing what he produces from yeah. his acting skills and you know how to t- that that's but that's still kind of typecasting him that's which is weird because it's, before he was never typecasted they just gave him random roles but he always treated those roles in a completely different direction for how the studios want to take it they, i mean it's like um i mean fuck it what's that vampire movie vampire's kiss yeah yes i'm a vampire I'm a literally vampire. I'm a vampire. <laughs> literally that from there on, was the exact same shit till yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, you no- even got that in Ghost Rider. Like, the shit you heard from behind the scenes of how invested he got into the whole mythos yeah. for death and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Where I think he even had, like, weird artifacts and shit on his costume to yeah. bring forth the weirdness of that character. And it's like, no one fucking asked you to do that. So you were saying is that... Nicholas Cage was the Jared Leto before Jared Leto. No, 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 not even close. We're not bringing that one back. <laughs> We're not doing that. So you're saying is Jared Leto's weirder than Nick Cage? No, no. <laughs> Difference between Nick Cage and Jared Leto. Jared Leto's a really good actor. I'm not saying Nick Cage is not. Lest Nick we, Cage is a unique actor. A Lest unique we bring actor. up that gif again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? I'll make a challenge. A challenge. Uh, All right, let's hear it. Do you think any other actor could have pulled off that tongue shit? Here's the thing. That tongue shit was never needed. <laughs> no, but no, I'm saying, do you think any other good enough to do that tongue shit? Bring me Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. By the end of it, Daniel Day-Lewis is the Joker. <laughs> Dude, I don't think we want that one. I don't think so. That's the, think one, so. that's the one. That's the one. You bitched about how like weird like Jared Leto got with this role and how he tried to really bring in a sense of method acting into that character. Imagine if Daniel Day-Lewis did that shit. He'd probably get a nomination. He might murder a cast member. (laughs) But would it be worth it? (laughs) I mean, let's look at this man's track record. He's done what? Eight performances? Nine performances? Yeah. In his life, in his career? And he's won three Oscars. Yeah, no. That's fucking great. nuts. Great actor. No, he's a great no, actor. Certain method actors should not touch certain roles. Yes. <laughs> and Joker's just one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's like asking him, like, all right, so we need you to method act and we need to be Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, no. Oh, no, shit. No. 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 <laughs> oh, no. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Dude, we would need armed guards with him at all times. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. Okay, bring up that list. Again, that yeah, list. Yeah, 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 so go back to Bring up that list, list again. again uh, yeah, no. We kind of fell off topic for a yes. second. Okay. No, but still, going back to, like, what do you think about with other actors? Like, what can you think besides for, like, Daniel Radcliffe? Who's, like, an other actor you can see, like, who's just constantly typecasted? Mm. Let's see that. Let's bring up that role. That's, oh, man. That, That's a good okay. question. Uh, other Arnold than Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is another one. Mm, yeah. Oh, um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is another one. Actually, well, yeah. The thing is, I, they're more typecasted for like action yeah. stars. Like they were the but classic. That, but, but that would be okay, the typecasted I mean by, though. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. everyone sees him as a Terminator. Yeah. You know, they don't see him beyond, you know, they don't see Kindergarten Cop. They don't see uh, mm. Jingle All the Way. Mm. Yeah. They just see I'll Be Back. That's it. 
Mm, yeah okay mm. so i mean even in the uh because you go with your biggest role yeah. yeah even the expendables they still brought back the terminator yeah yeah i uh, granted like, the expendables is all about 80s action stars but still that's how he solidified himself as you know that's the terminator they they use their their signature lines to make people go oh my god oh, yeah. when he was governor same thing yeah but it's funny like for him like it is really sh- he was wealthy and he was well famous for other roles that should have brought broke him out from that constant theme of Terminator. It's not like something where um, no, no, it took a while. The guy who plays uh, Freddy Krueger, Robert England, yeah, he was stuck playing Freddy for the rest of his life. Yes, he. Mm-hmm. That's another actor that was. He's actually a good actor. That's the thing. No, yeah, no, he is a good. He's actor. He's a good actor. Yeah, because he did a several. He did a bunch of roles beforehand, and mm-hmm. he was good in them. Great, but, but after right when it hit with him playing Freddy, he got stuck with Freddy no matter yeah. what. But, I mean. The what the stuff I see online apparently I don't know maybe he loves that role I'm not sure no he does yeah I've seen that he really does yeah, he love just that really role. enjoys it yeah, yeah he does Tom McGuire Tom McGuire as Spider Man <sighs> I don't want to say that really I I don't know if that was it this was list is for ones that are typecasted no they're no just, this or is like, ones that are like best known for their roles I mean it's like kind of like role. no matter what like you would see Tobey Maguire no matter what he does he'll always be fucking Spider Man. I don't know, dude. I see him as like the character in Brothers. That, no, he's good. Like good acting range. Mm-hmm. But yeah. people don't let people will not let go Spider Man. Yeah, I, mean, I even, let go Spider Man easily. Dude, dude this weekend I was watching with my sister, The Great Gatsby. The entire mm. time she could just all we see just kept talking shit about Spider Man. That's yeah. all we kept okay. doing. It's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Fucking Great Gatsby is a great movie. Mm-hmm. But we just kept talking, kept mentioning Spider-Man over and over again. Oh, you're not saying it's great because of Tobey Maguire, though. Oh, no, not him. Yeah. Well, actually, no, his acting was actually pretty good in that one. It's good, but you're not saying, holy shit, this is a great Tobey Maguire film. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's, we're talking about... When's the last time we say, holy shit, this is a perfect Tobey Maguire film? I watched Seabiscuit recently. How is... I don't remember Seabiscuit. Yeah, I don't, that remember, is, I don't remember that. I know I've seen that. That's a great movie. I know I've seen it. That's really fucking good. And I'm actually getting it mixed up with Secretariat now in my head. No. I'm getting mixed up I, with Secretariat. I, I, I have to watch that one too, but Seabiscuit was actually really good because I've never seen it before <laughs> I'm, and it was fucking I'm, solid. Embarrassingly enough, I'm getting it mixed up between Seabiscuit and, and the sp- Racing Zebra. <laughs> what? I can't... I write, in my head, they're crossing into like... Oh, how, I, how did yeah. they morph? It's like, I, it's like, was there a rapping fly in that movie? That, is no. Snoop Dogg? No. Snoop Dogg was in it. He played the dog. Oh my god. No. no, no. Watch it when you get the chance. Yeah, I definitely okay. didn't watch it. Sandra O oh is a different one as well. I'm starting to pay attention to her performances. Mm-hmm. She was the voice of the mother in Invincible. Yeah. And she also has another one. Uh, I think it's a show on Hulu called Killing Eve. Mm. And she she actually is a really talented actress. No, she's oh, no, a she talented is an actress. And but that I think this she's she's one of the same people like um guy who plays Joey from Friends, uh, Matthew LeBlanc. Like yeah. Yeah. when you are in that popular fucking show or sitcom yeah. that lasts for a very long time. That is really where it hits the detrimental fact of no, ever, no one's gonna ever see you out of that role ever again. That's I mean, true. That's why I remember Grey's Anatomy went on for so yeah, fucking it's still long. going. Is it's it still, still going? It's still going. Holy oh, fucking shit! She's no, been off the right. show it is, it is for like last like God, ten seasons damn, or something how, like okay, that. Okay, so how old is Grey's Anatomy now? Dude, Fuck. fucking, I don't know. But all I all it's I know is, is that pretty much. Hospital. I mean, but she has 
she's expanded past her role. Yeah. Honestly, I only remember her as uh, Christina Yang. What? In yeah, so part of 2005. So like, I don't even remember her anymore at this point. Yeah. As being part of Grey's Anatomy because after that she took a strong like hiatus for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And this this Killing Eve show mm-hmm. just barely came out. I want to say like maybe like last year. Okay. So she has potential, honestly, to where I, if I see her like in a serious movie, I'd be like, oh shit, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'll definitely like be down with Yeah, keep an eye on her. I would yeah, say keep an eye on her because she is really talented. Mm-hmm. I know I know that she's really talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. definitely, definitely. So she but, was on the show for how long? Let's see, 2005 to 2014? Yeah, uh, so she was she was a main character for a while. Long for time. Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. yeah, and then 14, after that, she yeah, uh, pursued yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Fuck, though. I'm, I'm, I'm just still surprised Grey's Anatomy is still going on. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's still going. Still going strong. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, same thing happened with Matt LeBlanc. People always see him as Joey uh, nowadays. I mean, yeah, that one guy true. from um that 70s show, what's his name? Uh, oh. Um, uh, he's on Spider-Man 3, and, but he's the reason he left that show is to be stuck on that one role still. Uh, oh, that's right. Topher Grace. Yeah, Topher Grace. Yeah, Topher Grace. Spider-Man 3 was supposed to be his breakout role. Yes. But never it, happened. Never. Oh, my goodness. He's done a couple movies, but it's always been eh. It's never Studio been. Studio did, did that whole movie dirty and then did his whole breakout career dirty. Yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of what happened. Can you really see, like, eventually Topher Grace getting an actual series, like, Matthew McConaughey breakout? Oh, you know, he like was in um, Black Klansman. Was he? Yeah, he wasn't. He was the one that was like, uh, oh, fuck my god, he was a, he was like a head clansman. Oh, Remember they were yeah, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. It was yeah, saying yeah. some shit like, yeah, and you say like, man, like differently or something that or whatever, uh-huh. and they're like, you say it just like a, just like the proper way, and he's like, well, how do you say that? And then they're like losing their shit on the other line because the way he's saying it's so fucking stupid. But no, they get he was yeah he was in that movie too. He played yeah. a. Uh, a supporting uh, character. See, I would like to see him definitely like have like a serious actual comeback. I think we will get one, but honestly, maybe in a few years kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's. So I like think it might decade. be one of those things where people grow into the into role. Into him, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over time, though, but I, I would keep an, a tab on yeah. future so, projects maybe but, with him. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this: like, what is actors like? Certain actors you wish will either have like a breakout role to get away from a typecasting or who will come back from a long hiatus and like knock out solid like what's someone like you would want that for oh that's, that's a so, tough one yeah. you know what I'm, I'm gonna take a reach and um oh gosh what is his name i always forget his name the actor who plays ron weasley oh um uh, rubert rubert uh, god i don't know why i wanted to say gray Grayson. <laughs> no it's not I want to say Murdoch, but again, Rupert, <laughs> Rupert, Rupert Grit. Rupert Grit, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. I would, honestly, uh, I could see something. You could see something? I could see something. Has he done he anything does, else? Like He did like, a few projects. I, I remember one where he was, um, I think he was like a World War II pilot. Mm-hmm. There was another one as well that was like, supposedly he was part of the crew that filmed the fake moon landing. Okay. So he, he's done some different roles. But I he the servant, he doesn't yeah, have a shows. he has a face to where it's not enough to draw you away from it from the from the screen. Yeah, but it's also not one that's like I don't want to sound shallow, but not one that's handsome enough uh-huh. to be like oh my god you're seeing it because he's like good looking like he has the face of a method actor. Okay, in my opinion, 
Like he like he can pull off a role to an extent to where it could be just as crazy or mm. just as sane. Like he he has some range that he can kind of work with. Okay. And I I feel like if he branches out and with the right guidance, with the right teaching, the right just everything hitting all the check hitting all the check boxes that I think he could actually come out with a solid role. And I'd be totally down for that. See, look at that. What was he? He's in an M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, is a he? trailer for one right there. <sighs> I mean, that's M Night Shyamalan though. <laughs> but I mean, still, <laughs> like, if anything, this is just adding a little bit more to his arsenal, the mm. possibility of what he can do. Okay. So see, I, I, I think I, I would like to see that. Besides Robert Pattinson, because see my boy we'll, Rob. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I feel like Robert Pattinson has already made that happen for himself, yeah. though. Yeah. I think he's already got his comeback. Yes, but I would be really, uh, I'd be really impressed to see Rupert Grit okay. come back with that. Well, you, Adrian. I know I like personally I like seeing when comedian actors break out into serious roles. Ooh. Uh, I you about to say Kevin Hart. No, no, I, I was thinking about Kevin Hart. Yeah. Again, it's one of those have to grow into his roles. Mm-hmm. I guess I unfortunately not until he's like 50. Michelle Rodriguez. Uh Vin Diesel. No, not none of those. Any fast and furious member. Uh you know who I like to see who I know has potential and yeah. I would like to see as more serious roles? Uh, who? Kristen Wiig. Okay. I know oh, she's. Okay. Th- I know she's done some serious roles already, yeah. mm-hmm. but I, she's still trying to cap- typecast as that you know quirky, mm. you know character. Mm-hmm. I think she can definitely do that full blown serious dramatic roles. Okay. Well, because she did what was it that skeleton, skeleton key? The, the skeleton twins. Skeleton twins. Yes, mm-hmm. she did that. One. I saw that one, and that was pretty dark. Yes, yeah. it was yeah, dark. Was, it was again misleading in the trailers. Yeah, but it was a damn good movie. It yeah. was a good movie. <laughs> Um, I agree with you on yeah, that no, one. I do. Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah. one. If yeah. anybody ever has the chance, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, to yeah. watch that one, Skeleton Twins. Yes. Just know that it's a dark comedy. Yeah, dark comedy. It's, it's heavy at times. Just keep a lookout for that. Yes. And but all in all, it is a really great movie. If anything, it shows the acting range that um, Kristen Wiig and, and Bill also, Hader and Bill, Bill Hader, Hader can yeah. do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I that, agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like I. Like I, said, I like seeing comedic actors just break out of the normal roles because I think comedians could do the best dramatic mm-hmm. acting. They do, yeah. I can definitely agree with that. Um, and I'm trying to think of other like normal. Like I'm trying to think of like an actor who's like Jimmy Fallon. Uh no, no. <laughs> that's the one I'll say. Nope. That no. the, the reason I say that is because I just randomly remembered that he had a very small role in Band of Brothers. For what? Like what? What? So well, they were they were leading in the um, Bastone. Uh-huh. And they were replacing the, they were replacing the company that was currently there, and so and he was the guy driving up with ammunitions. I'm trying to remember. I've seen. I'm trying to remember, dude. Dude, like, dude we watched Band of Brothers so many fucking okay. times. Okay, do you remember like, the scene where like it's at night? They're in the snow. They're right outside the forest. They're freezing as shit. They have little to no gear whatsoever. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like lighting up uh, bonfires Fire from to, gasoline. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy Fallon's character rides up in a Jeep with just as much ammo as possibly can. And he's like, all right, boys, get what you can. And just like, you know, he has his line. But he's very goofy looking. That's like... <laughs> I need to rewatch he's that. He's trying to be like serious, but you see Jimmy Fallon as Jimmy Fallon. I need to SNL. rewatch that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, and yeah. so it kind of takes you out for a second. And like him talking in the dialogue that like, you know, of World War II yeah. just doesn't quite line up. It's like, God, what's a what's an example? It's like imagine if Keanu Reeves 
played a role in Band of Brothers. Uh, that, like yeah, Dick Winters. Yeah. Play, that, imagine that. that. Yeah. You know what throws me off, though? Just like a quick sidetrack. Mm -hmm. I can't go back and watch Save It Private Ryan and actually see any Vin Diesel scenes. It's hard for me to watch through a fucking Vin Diesel scene in that. I think now. that's why they killed him off so quickly. Because... <laughs> 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 but you know, I'm... Uh... Like, that is a series that has ruined any other previous work he's worked on. That's true. For me. I, I mean, I haven't seen much movies of, of him, so... Not... I've seen a lot of films before Vin other Diesel than, was, yeah. Other than Riddick and... Fast and Furious, I said. What was the, Ryan, yeah. but what was the movie that he played? Oh, God, the reason I bring it up is because I remember he has hair. Uh, where he plays a, it's I like, think it was like Wall Street analyst or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, uh, honestly, he didn't. Oh do no, too I think bad. it was real estate. I think it was. He was like basically. It was like. Uh, it was like a lawyer or something. I can't remember. It was lawyer or I think it was like real estate stocks or something like that. I can't remember. Something like yeah. that. But he actually did pretty well. Yeah, he used to do range. He yeah. used to have somewhat range. Because it, it was a more serious role, but yeah. it wasn't like your typical Vin Diesel serious like, oh, you know, I got the... No, this is young. This is young Vin This is Diesel. young Vin Diesel. Yeah. So he's a little bit more charismatic. He's a little bit more energetic. And so it kind of shows a little bit. And the fact that he has hair also kind of... It doesn't take you out of it, but it kind of throws you for a loop, which kind of sells you a little bit more on the character. Underneath. Huh? Actor credits. Oh, actor. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. So I'm like, I can, I could, I could see Vin Diesel. It wasn't Boiler. Oh, I think it was Boiler Room. Was it Boiler Room? Yeah, Boiler Room. Really? Yeah. Where, where's he at? Hold on. Let's see if we can. Yeah, with uh, where is oh, it? Oh wow! Look at all. Who oh. else was in this movie? Uh, fucking. Scroll down a little bit. Yeah, so Giovanni Ribisi. Wow. Uh, Neil Long. Scott. Scott yeah, Ben Affleck. Con. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. So you have a you have a good amount of people in here. Yeah, if those of you haven't seen Boiler Room, I'll definitely say watch Boiler Room. It's actually a pretty decent film. So would you say that that would be an example of a of a movie that you could see Vin Diesel having a little bit more range? Yeah, back, yeah, you range. know, when he wasn't typecasted for one character for a long-ass franchise that sh should have died out 15 years before. Yeah, because... <laughs> I mean, he's... Well, he's in three franchises? How many franchises is part of He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, well, four, that's four, then. Guardians. Because Guardians, Triple X. Fast Furious. Fast and Furious. Uh, What's the fourth one? I think that's it. Uh, Riddick. Is it really a franchise? It's, it's a franchise. It's only is like it? two movies, though. It's a franchise. It? No, it's three movies. Is Pitch it? Black, Chronicles of Riddick, yeah. and then Riddick. Riddick. And uh, I think there's it's, it's a it was, trilogy. It's technically a trilogy. Yeah, but I think there was also comic books and. Oh, yeah, there was comics and shit. Yeah, like so that it's a franchise. Too. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, he is part so of Vin Diesel's part of franchises. So, you can talk shit all you want, but. <laughs> yeah, that bald ass fucking make you money. I'm not saying that he can't, you know, that he hasn't secured a bag. I'm just saying Bags. there's one set of films that he now is only going to remember for those yeah. set of films. No, that he picks those films now. That's yeah, a, that's the difference now. Yeah. He picks them. So you know what I want to see have a comeback? Hmm. I have two. All right. So the first one I have not seen in a long time, and I would like to see him actually starting to get like serious roles and start actually producing serious films. Mm -hmm. Marlon Wayans. Ooh. Yes, that's interesting. One. Ever since I saw him first time for a Requiem of a Dream, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this guy could do something besides for these type of comedy films. Mm -hmm. 
But he likes writing comedies. He loves writing comedies, definitely. But I feel like he does have the range to yeah. not only just act in serious drama films, but actually able to produce mm-hmm. serious drama films. I feel like he has that ability if he no. really nails it down and tries. Yeah, if he try, I mean, he owns on studio. I mean, his yeah, brothers own on studio, yeah. so they should. They should build it. But that's the thing is, like, I don't want them if they were to try something. I. Mm. I fear that it will go into that Tyler Perry route where I'm like, no, absolutely okay. not. Uh, so no. what you want absolutely him to do not. is for him to do work on someone else's work. No, see, no. Him I to would, act in someone else's project. I would like him to start progressing his career like how Jordan Peele started I was progressing about to his say, career. Like you, you, he doesn't need to do horror, but no. he can do other dramatic type films or suspenseful films that can get him out of that just only comedy route. Would it be something that you would want to see as far as him being more involved in Jordan Peele projects? Not necessarily Jordan Peele projects, yeah. but I feel like he can do his own production or produce his own stuff. Or, like, I would like to start seeing him do it slow. Like, yeah, let me see like a biopic mm-hmm. with Marlon Wayans in it. That will be interesting. Yeah. I feel like he would need to be at least part of one project of Jordan Peele. Yeah. Just so that... Because, I mean, Jordan Peele has kind of balanced the the middle ground of seriousness and drama yeah. with the hint of that comedy yeah. style well, that he has. So I feel like he needs to be, or not needs to be, but I think if he was involved in one, mm-hmm. in one of Jordan Peele's projects, then he can kind of gain a little bit more like traction, a little bit more experience. It's like, okay, like I'm not going to necessarily use the same formula, but I get, I get the idea of how to kind of work this out a little bit mm. easier. Like to to create more serious roles, more serious, yeah. But still keep um, that brand of slight bit of comedy, you know. Keep that that Marlon Wayne touch on it, yeah. You know, <sighs> Marlon Wayne's touch of comedy though is completely different though from yeah, like Jordan Peele's type of comedy. Yeah, it's almost like that black slapstick comedy for yeah. Marlon Wayne's. So it's almost like you need to in have a sto- in a sense it doesn't really work. Maybe well, there needs there, to be like well, small little satire moments. Well, no, because he he's been like interviews. He said that he loves doing parodies. Yeah, parody mm-hmm. films are his. That's yeah. what he loves doing. And he's at the point of his career where he just does what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very similar to uh, to Mel Brooks. Uh-huh. He did movies what he liked. They didn't care what you know, anyone else liked. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. He found funny, he would do it. It's like Samuel Jackson. He yeah. would do a role as long as he gets to wear a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude loves wearing wigs. Is that really his his thing? I mean, there's some actors against that to that point of the career where they just could afford to do whatever they want. Right, yeah. They can. It's just, it's fun now. It's a pastime yes. to them that they collect a paycheck off of. Them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but like saying, like Martin Wayne's, he wants to do, you know, he likes doing parodies. Mm. He just yeah. likes. That's just his, his niche. Mm. Yeah, that's just niche. He likes it. He knows that it doesn't, you know, there's not a huge audience for it or it just doesn't make him, you know, that, that massive paycheck, but yeah. he just enjoys it. He does it. it just, it's his passion. That's what, yes. he, that's what I enjoy with that. The last person I do want to bring up is, is someone I... It's weird because he's, he could actually turn out to be exactly like Matthew McConaughey. Is that Josh Harnett? Josh Harnett. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we've seen um, yes. Hollywood Homicide, um, that vampire movie. It was like 30 Days a Night or something like that. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where he was in a lot of those early 2000 romantic comedy films because he was pretty boy Josh Harnett. Okay. And then I'm, he took a long hiatus. I don't know if he's acting still. Okay, I saw him. I'm watching him in Penny Dreadful. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is not the pretty boy that we've all known. Yeah. See, I would enjoy to see him actually come out into a serious fucking breakout. That one, because that's a serious role. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
And he does. Okay, sorry. So he's still doing films. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> God. Yeah, but it's nothing like huge blockbusting or like huge critically acclaimed roles. But I want to see someone, you know, take the chance. Because we talked about this before. For a lot of these characters to get like the breakout roles from like the long hiatus period. Yeah. You do need that one producer yeah, to take that chance yeah. on yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah. take that chance. Because I'm mean, like I said, back, like, back when we were talking about Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. that he was just a pretty boy, you know, six, the washboard abs, you know, uh, what's it called? A romantic comedy guy. Mm-hmm. He was like that as well as Leonardo DiCaprio for sh- he was baby faced DiCaprio. Yeah, for, yeah. His time. To t- for a producer, a director, or anyone to take a chance to say to take that risk mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know what? Let's put him in this different role and let's see what hoping, happens. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, and it's not like you know, oh, we're risking you know, a few bucks. No, no, we're risking millions. Yeah, on this one guy, we're risking this whole project but right now. Mm-hmm. As well, these people are had that talent where they're able to see beyond the person's face yeah. and see their talent. Very similar to or maybe they see them in one scene or mm-hmm. one, you know, one scene, one role, one thing they did. That one thing that they did in a movie or a show and yeah. I was like, holy shit, like there's something there. Mm-hmm. Very similar to, I mean, to that one girl that did uh, uh, White Chicks and then did uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh yeah, that actress. Oh, yeah, the yeah. actress, you know. Yeah. Tina All because Tina. Tommy, yeah, yeah, because Tina that one scene Tommy. where she freaks out in the changing room uh-huh. got her the role, role for that movie. For that, yeah, because somebody saw that and was like, "There's something there." She yeah, could, she could play the right kind of crazy we're looking for for this role, and she did. Oh yeah, yeah. she know that was a great. It. That's a great movie. I love that one. Yes, it freaks me. But what I'm saying out. is, like, that's what I'm saying. That the Matthew McConaughey, they could have just saw me one scene, do yeah. one thing, or say one line, mm-hmm. and they're like, "That's the guy right there." See, and I want that for Josh Harnett. Let's get Josh Harnett in like a Martin Scorsese film. Josh Harnett, if you're listening on this podcast, I'd love to bring you on here. Oh, yeah. Pick yeah. that brain Let's a little hear bit. your thoughts on that. What are you doing nowadays, man? What are you man? doing, man? Yeah, not, we, not like in the sarcastic, like, what are you doing? No, more just like, like, we hey, miss what are you, you. What are you up to, yeah. man? I, I, I really enjoy your performances coming on. Like, yeah, I, you have like, oh, my God, Josh Harnett, you're so hot. Mm-hmm. But seeing you in Penny Dreadful, I was like, holy shit. I said, that <laughs> like, yeah, 30 Days a Night, that vampire film, yeah. which... I do, I do. I have a, like a lot of love hate relationship with that film, but yeah, at too. the end of the day, I I still like it. There's some, I like stylized movies. I like when they try something cool and unique with the style of a concept. And yeah. that was a film where I was like, yeah, I'm fucking on board. I wish the execute the execution was a little better, but you know, fuck it, let's try this again in a few years. Yeah, I I have a love and hate for that one simply because. People in my life fucking ruined that movie. Oh, okay. I had friends <laughs> who were like super into zombie films, and they ruined it for me. Uh, I thought, no, don't get me wrong. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I actually like it. But for a while, I hated it because it was just so... Like, so people just just crammed it down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll say those were definitely my two for I want to see a comeback. So in other words, at the end of the day, to really reinvent an actor's whole persona or whole image yeah you need almost a a hiatus of a certain amount of years either hiatus or a person willing to take a risk yeah but i mean even then you would still you would still need sometimes yeah there's some actors who do need that period for not being seen in the limelight so they can you know come down from constantly being seen as that one character because look look at it this way um what was his name something taylor the one who played uh what was the name of the fucking werewolf? Oh, Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah. from um, the new moon, you know. Taylor Lautner, yeah, immediately after Twilight, they jumped him onto like this 
teenage action movie. Abduction. Yeah. And Abduction. It did, and it yeah. didn't stick because it, it was too soon. It was too soon to try and reinvent himself as an as an action star. Someone away from those type of pretty boy muscles, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it, it did not work. Yeah, absolutely. It just didn't stick. And he hasn't been really much in anything since. Yeah. And so, like, you that. He did that Santa movie. Yeah, but still. Even then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he just did it. It just didn't. It still didn't stick. Yeah, it doesn't stick. It so you need a hiatus between something that you're, uh, that you're known for mm-hmm. for a long time, so like five, six, maybe even seven years. Maybe or you just need to grow, you know, mature a little before you know. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, it does, it does take a little maturity for you just yeah. to grow up and age into a specific role. Yeah, I mean uh, that happened with you know, I mean me personally, I like. Like Chris Rock on spirals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he aged into that. As for the longest time, we knew him as the comedic. I mean, even though he's comedic in, st- in, in spiral, but as says, yeah, you know, scrawny this comedian, loud scr- guy. Yeah, loud guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like this older guy who's, who's, who's been comedic, through some but life. He's, yeah, he's been through life. He's been through shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he'll make jokes about being married, losing yeah. his wife, you know, this and that. You know, he'll make those jokes, but you know those jokes stick. But you need the, the level of maturity that you need needs to come away from the limelight. Yeah. Some indie film, underground shit, Some. stuff that like that's barely even marketed to mm-hmm. the point to where it's like only by word of mouth. Yeah, to yes. get that maturity, but that's and how, grow as an actor. But that's also how those producers and directors, writers, mm-hmm. head you know the head executives they see those yeah. indie films. Yeah, but and even like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like keep doing those indie films; they're yes. gonna see it. But you need it needs to be away from the general audience eyes. Yeah, and yeah. It, it needs to be away from. The, the super on big screen, super marketed billboards, posters. Like, it needs to be one of those things like, hey, have you ever heard of so-and-so? Be like, no. Yeah. When did that come out? Yeah. Like, last year. Yeah. And it's, then- it's also actors taking a, you know, a calculated risk. Yes. It's it's just such they a... They have to grow out of that comfort zone. Yeah. They have to take the risk at the end of the day. Yeah. They yeah. have to take yeah. that risk and, you know, it for the good, for the bad, but they have to take that risk. Yeah. Unless they're willing to be stuck you know, a guaranteed good paycheck, but they're just stuck with the same role. role. Yeah. yeah. So Eventually they, that paycheck will go away though. Yeah. yeah. So they need that, the area of one, leaving the limelight for a while two, taking some risks on some roles that they're not really comfortable with. Three, this one comes from people that have to take that, not necessarily have to take a risk, but are looking to take a risk on them. Like that producer or the yeah. director to see them be like, you know what? I kind of see something here. Let's, let's make a shot out of it. And then just grow from there. Gain the experience. Gain the experience. Grow as an actor. Because the blockbuster movies, I mean, you're still in the game. It's just not as prolific. Yeah. You know? So grow that. And then eventually that one role is going to come along. And then it's going to slowly build up again. And then you can get back into that blockbuster area. Because chances are, if Taylor Lautner had not done Abduction, and if he showed up in an Adam Sandler movie... At first, I'd be like, "What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what this? What is Taylor Lautner doing here?" I'd be like, "All right, yeah, like, well, I would kind of be like, okay with that." Yeah. But because he, he tried so soon, he tried so soon. It it spoiled it. Yeah. I, honestly, my theory behind that his career is the fact that he hopped from genre to genre so fast. Yes. Throughout his life, mm-hmm. that it's it's just fucked up him over. Yeah. Yeah. I think. He he didn't have time to grow. Yeah. 
right, well, I think that's going to be a good place where we're going to call it for yeah, tonight. Yeah, because uh, that could go on for that another. That could go for a whole another thing, yeah. but we'll just <laughs> cut it off short there. Maybe pick it up for like another topic another day. Hey, that was, that was a good one, though. Oh, yeah, dude, I loved it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that yeah, one. That was a good conversation. Yeah. Part two yeah. coming soon. All right. Right. <laughs> All right, so we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. Is there an actor that you'll love to see return their limelight, or it's just there's someone that you can never see typecasting get ever get away from that role. You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on the open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Bad Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course a website, which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash the red band podcast before we type out real quick just again sorry for bugging subscribe to patreon <laughs> <laughs> if you ever have a chance a couple dollars once a month get a couple new content helps us help you create more content there that's all i'll say <laughs> nice plug in there all right so please like and subscribe on our channels and we'll see you next time later taters <laughs>